0: Listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and the show may be changing soon, but you won't notice, or rather, I may not be able to tell you what those changes are but I'm gonna let you figure out those changes for yourself. However, today, I'm gonna address the age-old debate. In the screenwriting world, right now, or for a while, it's been an interesting turn of events. For screenwriters, for many years, this is actually pre-pandemic and pre-independent film, or in the early days of independent film. The aspiring filmmaker or screenwriter has always been told, they were always told, that if you want to be a professional, a professional screenwriter, or a professional filmmaker, you need to use Final Draft, which is the screenwriting software of choice, supposedly by Hollywood and mainstream cinema. However, lately we've been seeing few changes a few competitors who keep popping up now notable ones that I found was Arc Studio Studio Binder and we have Faden we had movie magic screenwriter plus a few others. What I do hope is that based on the features available for each single one of these software packages to enable the screenwriter to do their job, to write scripts, to focus on writing scripts, it depends on the feature set that a writer needs and it depends on you the writer now once again i have to reiterate i have to bring you back to the age old advice it is not the tools that makes or breaks your content or film it is literally the filmmaker the screenwriter or in some cases it's the editor that puts the final pieces of the puzzle together for final delivery of a film or a TV show. Unfortunately, in not just mainstream cinema, we also have some in independent area where filmmakers and screenwriters alike are still believing that it's the tools that makes or breaks their content when their content itself is subpar or it's not up to standard or it's not of quality. But they still believe, they still hold to this day that it's the tools that helps them make great content. I'm here to tell you no, no, It's just a tool. It's you, the writer, and it's you, the filmmaker, that makes or breaks your content or your film. And it's the process that you go through to arrive at that finished product, which also includes using the tools of the trade. Things have changed. Final Draft is no longer the king of software packages for screenwriters because screenwriters are, as I mentioned, literally have options to choose from. Screenwriters have realized that it's not one option available. They've got a few other options, other cost-effective options if they find themselves in a position where they are unable to afford the asking price of Final Draft or Movie Magic Screenwriter. Now, I've watched a few videos about screenwriting software, comparing screenwriting software, and Writer Duet is another example. But if you were to compare the two big players... Final Draft, and Movie Magic Screenwriter. Now, Movie Magic Screenwriter has been described as the Pepsi of screenwriting. Meaning, just like when Coke came out, Coca-Cola came out, and Pepsi followed, I believe the writing brothers, or the entertainment partners, came up with Movie Magic Screenwriter after Final Draft was established. Now, the recent update for Final Draft, Final Draft 13, now, even though it added a few interesting changes, a few interesting improvements to the application, I'm told... ...that the screenwriting community is unimpressed. Now, I could see their point. However, they still forget that it's not the tool, but it's them, the writers, that need to adapt to the tool. It's the same with cameras for filmmakers. Filmmakers still believe that a certain type of camera... Or a certain brand of camera or a certain model of a camera will make or break their film. And as an example, when I was going to film school, and I believe I mentioned this quite a few times, but I'll mention it again. Time and time again, when I was in film school, I had my classmates believe, and sometimes to their very core, That a full frame cinema camera or a full frame DSLR camera or a mirrorless camera is what's going to make or break the film. And if you don't have this, you ain't a professional. I mean, like, really? That's your freaking argument? You're saying because I don't have this equipment, I'm not a filmmaker? Really? That's pathetic. But anywho, I digress. The way I'm looking at it, I believe it's time for me to switch away from Final Draft. Now, it's got all this bells and whistles, no doubt. But the asking price, every time an update comes out, I'm slowly starting to realize, just like many other screenwriters, that it's not not worth the time. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be trying out a couple of different options. Now, I have considered Writer Duet to be one of them, but I've narrowed it down to two choices. Movie Magic Screenwriter, which I presently have a copy of, alongside Final Draft don't ask me why I simply do and I believe I set it aside for another purpose for select other projects that I may be using Movie Magic Screenwriter for but in terms of Final Draft I'm seriously thinking about switching away and at Switching over to fade in. Now, I have seen screenshots of how the UI works. I have also seen screenshots of other softwares like Writer's Duet. And I've compared that to screenshots of Movie Magic Screenwriter. Now, I may keep... Movie Magic Screenwriter for the future. That's up for debate. At least for me instead. For me, rather. But... I am thinking about switching away from Final Draft because all the bells and whistles don't warrant the cost. And many features... I don't use anyway, and the features that I want to use is, by the way, available with other screenwriting software packages. Now, they may be late to the game, but I believe it's time because they're doing some things that Final Draft ain't doing. Now, what does that mean? That means... I may or may not write better screenplays but I'm hoping if I was to be a better writer or a better filmmaker I better start thinking about some good ideas. Now, plenty of times in the show I have given you advice which is Sometimes sage advice, sometimes it's usable advice. And which is why I have a policy where if I give advice here on either a podcast episode or anywhere else, I will make it a habit to follow my own advice, which is exactly what I'm going to do which is what I will continue to do, and I will continue to reiterate as many times as it's necessary. So with that being said, let's switch over to another topic, the topic of my decision after I have switched away from mainstream cinema. What avenues am I pursuing if I have a film out, or if I have a film in the works, what avenues will I pursue? So stay tuned for that. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions. Show them you. Welcome back. So before the break, I told you about the different screenwriting software packages on offer. And I gave you a little brief history about how the final draft was the only option for an aspiring screenwriter or a filmmaker. But now, because screenwriter... Final draft, the screenwriter software package has become a bit of a cost-prohibitive need I use that term. Meaning could be expensive for some, could be unaffordable for some. And given the fact that there are other options to choose from, I've told you that I may be considering a switch to something like a fade-in And keeping Movie Magic Screenwriter. So moving on to another thing that I'm exploring. and That is. After I've made a decision to tell you guys to stay away from mainstream cinema. For all you aspiring filmmakers. Both on my YouTube channel and here on the podcast. I have mentioned to you how mainstream cinema is detrimental. And by detrimental, I mean, is it really worth aspiring to have a career in mainstream cinema? I'm going to follow that up by telling you what my avenues will be as an aspiring filmmaker and a screenwriter. And yeah, sure, I could, for the most part, finance the films myself, write the script myself, finance it myself, and put it up on something like YouTube or Vimeo, and then wait until I have an audience following, given what I'm doing. What... I want to do moving forward is explore the option of still considering film festivals. Now I could do that. I could choose a uh, appropriate or an ideal film festival to submit to but there's still the added complexity of a biased reader or critic critiquing your project or critiquing your script now whether or not this uh, said critic or reader understands the genre or you get someone who simply says it don't make any sense or it's unrealistic which is the mo- one of the most common feedback that I've gotten there's always a chance that the fee- feedback can be destructive now I have said in previous episodes that I welcome feedback but I look for constructive feedback that's what I'm that's what I want now if any of these uh, film festivals, the readers or the critics have the skill to provide constructive feedback, I'm on board. But if words like unrealistic, not making any sense, and illogical, or any number of words thrown around all willy-nilly, Forget it. That's the film festival I'm not going to go with. I know it's going to be an expensive endeavor, but there's also the complexity of you having to submit your film and pay for the entry fees. You have to pay an entry fee to enter your film into the film festival. Now, is this a minor cost? Maybe. Is it worth it? Maybe. But there's also a chance that even after you pay, you're not going to get any value. You're not going to get a guarantee that your film will be accepted. There's no guarantee that my film will be accepted given the nature of the critics in this day and age. But I'll keep that option in mind. But for, the, for now, I'm hoping to do one of two things or to, do two things. First option is continue to make films at my own expense, write scripts at my own expense, produce them, put them out on YouTube or on Vimeo. And the second thing that I'm going to do, that is the plan, is to hire a, a marketing firm or a marketing company that I have researched to market my film myself. See where that goes to reach a wider audience. But in terms of mainstream cinema, I've given up on not just the dream, but I've given up dreaming about it because I've realized it ain't worth it. And this chance of you getting in are slim pickings. They're that small. Then that's because too many critics are being destructive. But I still have hope that even with criticism, using Elvis Presley, As an example, the king of rock and roll, as my example, I will say that there is a chance that somebody will not only prove the critics wrong, but put them to shame. Because when a critic gets it wrong, they're not held accountable. They're not put to shame. Now, I do hope when... Someone is smart enough to make it big, despite what the critics say, but also put them to shame, I will be a fan. So, with that being said, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Story Dude Show. I've been your host, Jared Dean Winchester. Did I just say The Story Dude Show? I meant Saturdays with The Story Dude. So, thank you for joining me. I'm Jared Dean Winchester, also known as The Story Dude. Like, comment, and subscribe. Did I say like, comment, and subscribe? If you are able, do it. Until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.